Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now, let's get started. What is up, man? But it's been a big week, I'm not going to lie. Like, we've had a bunch of stuff on, namely... The event that you hosted. Tell everybody about the event. How was it? Yeah, it was fantastic. So we did an event at Remira Golf Club for 50 building company owners. And we partnered with Mitre 10, New Zealand's largest uh, hardware and supplier to the trade. And we ran through Had a Crush 2023. So myself and Russell Clark from License Renovations, we ran through what's working right now for sales and marketing. Like how do you actually fill your pipeline? Not just fill your pipeline, but get booked out with profitable work so that you're not having to compete on price just to keep your guys busy. Then we focused, cool, how do you actually price those jobs correctly, how you're charging for quotes and making sure that you're controlling your work and progress and the job's actually coming out at the margin that you forecasted at. So worst thing you can do is land a job at 20% and then through labor overruns, not capturing variations, material overruns or sub-trades, cocking things up, then uh, it comes in at 17%. And automatically, you're in a bit of a hole and you've got to dig yourself out of it. And lastly, once you've got plenty of work that's at the right margin, it's about the right systems, both on-site and in the office, to make it run smoothly. And now more than ever, which I think we're going to talk a little bit about, having the right team and being able to not just hire them, but onboard them, have a scorecard for them, have a structure of what they do every week, SOPs, and not just hire on trust, but trust and verify, inspect what you expect. So all the systems that we have to make that a reality. So yeah, fantastic event. A uh, lot of new members coming on board and looking forward to helping them crush their Yeah, goals. so good. It's always good to sort of like uh, meet belly to belly and uh, have a good time in person. It's funny, it's like uh, we're an online team. We're an online company. We work with members around New Zealand, Australia, Canada, the USA, the UK. And it's very easy to sometimes forget how tall people are. <laughs> <laughs> that a good firm handshake goes yes. a long way and that uh, when we get to hang out, we have a good time. So, you know, those in-person events are fantastic. We've got our next one coming up on Thursday, May the 4th and Friday, May the 5th. Thursday, May the 4th is our Builders Summit. That is for our members, our past members, people in our community who are wanting to take things to another level. It's about growing through resilience. It's about growing in a time where everyone's, going on about how hard the market is, changing you know, interest rates, all this stuff going on, how hard it is to find materials, to find labor. There's a method to growing through adversity, right? And uh, by increasing your, you can increase your win probability by focusing on the right things. And what those right things are is kind of what we're going to be discussing today. So yeah, it's fantastic that you got to hang out with everybody. Before we kind of jump into, into everything though, I want to share these super interesting stats that... Uh, I was looking at. Can you see that at your side, all right? Yes. New residential construction put in place in the US from 2005 to 2021 with forecasts until 2026. Yes. So, as you can see, like by 2026, it's forecast to hit a trillion dollars in residential construction in the US, right? So, there's, and as you can see, there's jumped back up post COVID as well, right? So there's a huge amount of forecast construction in the pipeline. This is the US market, but crikey, I mean, this is the same for Australia, New Zealand, Canada, the UK as well. There's a lot of work going on. 
And you want to be in a position to actually take advantage of the opportunity. And that doesn't only mean attracting the right kind of jobs and filling a pipeline. That also means being able to deliver those jobs and keep the money that you make, right? So many guys can grow top line and get heaps of work in the pipeline, but they can't remain profitable as they do it. Because what Marty was saying before, they experience margin creep or margin, uh, you know, margin creep where it's, you go in at 20, you come out at 17. Or heaven forbid you go in at 17 and you come out at 12 or 11 and that, that's where it gets real nasty. Speaking mm-hmm. of which, you just shared earlier a uh, prospective member who is booked in for a game plan with one of our team who is doing $15 million top line revenue with $13,980,000 in cost of goods. So they are working extremely hard, cycling like a duck below water to keep their business afloat. And I would imagine that it is very stressful. And this just comes back to the core adage that you cannot scale chaos and you cannot scale lack of profits because you will just run faster on the hamster wheel. And we've seen many a company uh, come to us that's in deep shit. And deep shit is typically if you've got a gross margin of less than 15%. You need to seriously, you don't need more motivation to speed things up, to go and win more projects. You need to fix the holes that are in your business in terms of pricing, project management, making sure you guys are productive on site, they're hitting those milestones, you're capturing all the variations. The foreman actually understands the scope of works, the contract, what includes a, uh, is an inclusion, what's an exclusion, etc. So if you scale that, you'll run into deep doo-doo. And I can imagine it's very stressful for the guy that uh, one of our team's going to be talking about. Everything you just said is bang on the money. You can't grow and scale lack of profits. And the solution to most people's uh, problems is normally do more. More sales, do more projects, hire more guys. That's not how this industry operates. We do not operate on an economy of scale. We operate on a per project profit margin. So that means that every single one of your sites needs to be pulling their weight, needs to be profitable. And that means that you need to dial in the systems, the role scope, the accountability on a per project basis so that you can plug the holes, stay profitable, and then scale sites, scale profitable sites, not the work fantastic ah yeah. oh, she'll be right i'll you know put a bulk order in and get a bit of a discount on materials and stuff that's not how this operates so kind of goes over to here which is some of the top challenges experienced by guys that we're working with in the united states this is a survey from 2019 a couple of years old now but i think still really applicable increased cost of doing business is number one concern followed by second and third place basically like finding rock stars finding good people who can do the work. So, I mean, what do you take from this, Marty? I've got a couple of key things that really stand out to me. Yeah, 100%. So the increased cost of cost of business is a big one because inflation's going up and you're so you're getting squeezed on the inflation, like the homeowners are getting squeezed on the inflationary side. So there's projects that they might have put down, uh, signed a contract up with, but maybe the bank is not willing to fund anymore. So some contracts are being pulled. Developers are being squeezed. So if you're do, building for a developing developer and you're doing group housing, et cetera, they might are being pulled as well, some of them. Then they're being squeezed on the other side. So on your cost side, you might be being squeezed by materials, which going through the roof, there's price increases almost every week. Labor increases, you guys want more. There's more work, so there's more demand for labor. And then of course, 
you've got every other cost in your business in your overheads that's going up as well insurance levies marketing costs uh, campaign costs you name it it's going up that's the first thing if you want to talk to that or i can talk to the, the thoughts on that you know and what you can't do is you can't just be the frog in a boiling pot of water and uh, wear all of these expenses without passing it on to the customer or the client and increasing your margin or protecting, I should say, your margin. There are far better ways to go to business than to be funding other people's homes, right? You're not there to fund the house, you're there to build the house and it's your job to do it at a resilient, sustainable and profitable minimum margin. And like we just said before, that is not anything below 15%. That is 20% and above, depending on type of work and uh, contract size and things like that. So what you cannot do is you cannot just wear these and go, oh, I'll get a great referral. I'll get a great testimonial. Uh, it, it'll be awesome. I'll, I'll wear this one and pass on, you know, a cheap build or same quality, but cheap, you know, cheaper for the client over to them. That's not how you can run your, your business. You need to be passing this stuff over. And that means that you either need to have a hard conversation with yourself or you need to be really transparent and upfront with the customers and the clients. 100%. The cost is the cost. The scope works is the scope works. Like that's what it's cost. That's how many labor hours it's going, going to cost to do it. So you need to tighten up each and every aspect. So better sales and marketing so that people know like and trust you they understand really well how you're different to other builders out there. Do you offer better guarantee? Do you have better trustworthiness and skill in your team? Do you do a better quality work? Do you have all the systems that our members use, like quality assurance checklist, rules of the game, handover checklist, site setup, et cetera? What are the rules when you're actually in someone's house if you're doing a remodel or a renovation? So you need to tighten all this stuff up. And then once you've actually got the project, it's are you guys clear on the milestones? Are they aware at the beginning of it? So has the foreman or the super been briefed at the beginning of the project and he actually knows what the milestones are, what you need to hit in terms of progress payments, why? And do you need to restructure your contracts? So instead of maybe having eight or 10 milestones that are quite a bit apart, you might have put one in between. So you've now got many milestones and you've got better cash flow, 18 of those. So there's a lot of things that you can do, both from contract structure, uh, pricing, capturing variations, incentivizing your foreman. So is he actually forecasting the labor hours as well? Is he incentivized? Does he get 20% of the labor saved? Uh, so there's lots of things that you need to do, but you need to inspect what you expect and trust, but verify. So this is basically we're getting, giving our team guardrails or like in a bowling lane when you, I've got two young boys, eight and 11. The 11 year old doesn't need guardrails, but the eight year old does. So he can speed it up, speed things up, we're giving our employees the guidelines so we can go faster and they can go faster and they know the rules of the game and the boundary. Totally. So in terms of like, you could look at this and you go like, yeah, sounds about right. This is what I'm concerned about as well. Uh, you know, I'm concerned about maintaining or protecting my margin when there's increased uh, expenses everywhere. I'm concerned about finding the best subcontractors and finding the best guys. I feel like I'm understaffed, right? So, if you're concerned about this as well, well, there is a solution, okay? And it's to build and follow a roadmap. It's to build a resilient business. It's to build a uh, one that gives you more time and more money, it's one that gives you true wealth rather than one that just owns you. You're not wanting to build yourself a prison. 
And there's a method and a sequence to doing this. We've developed this over the last, you know, 10, 15 years working with uh, over 2,500 members from around, you know, five countries in the residential space. And we refined it down to this roadmap of what to work on and in what order. It helps you remove the confusion and the, see the, be able to see the forest from the trees. It allows you to actually refine down and remove overwhelm. I'll walk you through the order in just a moment, but Marty, what do you think about our roadmap and who's it for and when should it be used? Yeah, so I think it's fantastic. It's only taken us 18 years to um, come up with it. Uh, that that we've been in business, and I think it's it's easy as a company owner to get overwhelmed and stuck and think like shit. I got so much stuff that I can do. Like, what should I actually be working on? Where should I put my focus? This roadmap clearly pinpoints which area to work on, and it can be used in conjunction with your monthly numbers and your KPIs, so you're crystal clear on what's going to have the biggest impact and what should you be working on right now for the size of your business. So I guess a, a business that is built without a solid foundation won't run successfully. And without the continuous input of the person who has the most vested interest in it, the, the owner, across all the functions, the numbers and pricing, systems and process, team and people, project pipeline, and leadership of yourself and leadership of the business. Now, this breaks all that down and makes it very easy to go through and tick off what do you actually have in place? Where is your business? Where are the gaps? And what should you work yeah, on next? Exactly. So the way that you want to use this is you start off by sorting yourself on the left-hand side here, okay, on the uh, on the vertical axes. In terms of your total turnover, you're going to be in the startup phase, the survival phase, stability, scale, success, or significance phase, all right? And once you've identified that, let's say for argument's sake, we're looking at somebody who is a $3 million company. All right, they're in the scale phase here. They're between two and a half to $5 million. We would then start there and work our way along the horizontal axes based on the person's primary opportunity or challenge, whether you're a pessimist or an optimist. So let's assume that the primary opportunity based on everything that we've just seen in that data is around team and people and numbers and pricing, okay? So that means that they, this business should focus on these three primary playbooks in the numbers and pricing section and everything below it. They should have ticks and all the ones below it. Same thing for team and, team and people. They should have be focused on these three primary playbooks and then everything below it should be ticked off. And why does everything below it need to be ticked off? Well, you cannot grow and scale chaos as we've said already today. You need to grow from a foundation that is strong, predictable, and profitable. And that means that you have good people and good process in place. Now, the process and people that you need in place in the startup phase is everything down here. In the survival phase, the next level up. Stability, scale, so on and so forth. So you cannot, you, you cannot just go ahead and start hiring a general manager or getting a show home in place or doing a franchise prototype or increasing your BMD and wealth plan, or you know, doing quarterly retreats with your family, if you have not earned the right to grow up there, if you not have not earned the right to grow by perfecting your week, by getting a sales lookbook or info pack in place, by mapping your sales process, by having a clear onboarding and hiring process, 
by having clear rules of the game and attracting the right talent, by having a weekly toolbox meeting, quality control checklist, variations process, leveraging yourself from site, by back costing all your projects or pricing to a minimum margin or having a monthly PL report and a break-even calculation in place. You cannot earn the right to grow if you do not have the basics in place. And this roadmap helps you to identify what is most important for where you're at in your business and what you should work on next or first if you think that everything's a priority and you're feeling overwhelmed, stressed, and anxious about how to grow, how to get out of the day-to-day, how to make the company a success if you've been at it for a while and it just feels like you're spinning your wheels and you're not making the money that you are (laughs) worth. Would you add anything to that, Marty? 100%. You've you've covered off the key things. Like The easiest way to attack this is to go through, take it like a quiz, and give a tick beside each of the ones that you do or don't have. That's going to give you a score out of 90. And as you move up the builder's ladder and advance on your journey and roadmap to 12 mil plus, then you're going to have to gain new skills and not just gain new skills. So these skills are all listed out, but you're also going to have to break any limiting beliefs or bad habits that may be holding you back from going to the next level. So if we have a look on the leadership side, it might be that you don't have a structure to your perfect week. So we have those mapped out for the level that you're at. Maybe you're not focused on self-development and being in the best shape uh, that you can be. Maybe you're doing stuff that is below your professional builder's rate and it's stuff that you procrastinate on, you suck at. Well, you're really not maximizing the skills and the, the opportunities that you have that are in your genius zone that move the company forward, that you love doing, and that uh, invigorate you. So, yeah, as you're growing, uh, you need to, one, gain new skills in, in your company to operate at the next level. And number two, improve your identity. And your identity needs to evolve from builder on the tools. And that's typically sort of a zero to two mil sort of ref. And then as it goes up from two to sort of eight, you're in that businessman. And then from eight plus is where you're in the entrepreneur. So if you still are in the, if you're doing three, four, five mil, but you still have a builder's mindset, then you might find yourselves thinking, no one can do it as well as me. The clients just want to see me. I've got to be back on site to put out fires. I keep back running back to solve day-to-day problems. So we need to shift your identity because you can't outgrow your identity. Otherwise, you'll keep solving problems with the same 100%. mindset that got you to where you are. Yeah, exactly right. So and what I see regularly with people is they'll grow through observation. I think I said this last week, but they'll grow through observation and they'll look around and they'll go, like, oh, cool. Like, they look like they're crushing it. Oh, look, they've got a website. They've got a vehicle that they're driving around and with some site signage on. And they'll grow exclusively through observation without understanding the, the elements behind it. You can look at a, at a building company that's doing five, six, seven million dollars or maybe doing, you know, three mil uh, and looks like the kind of building company you want to replicate. But if you can't see behind the curtain, you don't know the intricacies, the systems, the software stack, the way that their processes and their people come together, you can't possibly replicate it. Growing through observation is growing with your you know, hands tied behind your back. You want to have a roadmap that is predictable, proven, and has a track record of success. And that's what this is. Growing via this method gives you a very clear order of execution, a clear idea of what you work on at what stage, and it gives you reference points. So as you go through this on the membership site, you see 
members that are in the startup phase, members that are in the survival phase, members that are in the stability phase, the scale phase, and you can grow through observation and see behind the curtain of this exact systems that they'll have in place for the stage that they're at and what they're focused on, what they're doing and how they're doing it. Exactly. And uh, the vision that I have is, uh, I think, is an even newer updated one because we're always improving our systems and processes. And it actually has your professional builders rate in there. So that's one of our trainings. And so the membership lines up with exactly the checklist. So you can go through the roadmap. You can take this, if, even if you're not a member, we'll make this available at the end of this. And you can see, cool, what's my score out of 90? And if you suck, like if it's anything below 30, then it's like happy days, awesome. I have all these opportunities and step-by-step systems that I can plug and play into my business to stop the, uh, the water leaking out, or typically in a building company, it's time and cash. So remember, we can't scale cars and we can't scale lack of profits because we'll just run faster on the hamster wheel. So this ensures that we build a stable business that has solid foundations. So then when we put the accelerator yeah. down. So guys, this is a free download. It's available in the links below, or you can message us directly, Marty at The Professional Builder, Owen at The Professional Builder. You can get in touch with us and we can send it through to you. Uh, you can find us on the book face in our community groups. You can find us on the Instagrams, uh, the professional builder or at the professional builder. So if you want to get your hands on this uh, roadmap, if you want to be able to do a bit of a self audit yourself, uh, if you want to be able to identify what to work on next and how you're going to get it done, then download it below and share the results with us. We're happy to present to you and provide you with a couple of free trainings and uh, get you a kickstart on whatever is your main opportunity or help you identify maybe everything feels like an opportunity and you don't know whether you should be focused on your numbers and pricing first, your team leadership first, your sales and marketing first. We can help you identify which should be the priority from there if you come to us with a completed roadmap. So, Marty, you got any final words? Are we good? If you're feeling overwhelmed, this is going to give you an eagle's eye overview, 30,000 foot view. Go through it add up what your score is, put it in at the top, see which areas are the weakest, numbers and pricing, team and systems, and then, uh, yeah, go to action and start implementing those strategies to plug the holes. All right, fantastic, Owen. Here's to your success, people. Go forth and implement and prosper.